Hello, Guardians, and welcome to Potato Thumbs Podcast, the podcast where we potatoes like thumbs and podcast. My name is Fluffy Fingers MD, and with me tonight is Admiral Nips. Uh, he has shaved all of his hair off, and he is going to become a monk, so this will probably be his last episode. How are you doing, Rob? Oh, I'm fantastic. Living this uh, monk lifestyle. I bet you're really fast now. Like, you don't have any of that drag anymore? I guarantee you I am not fast. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a whole lot of drag beyond my uh, hairless body. <laughs> uh, are you thinking that, like, you might go, I don't know, like, shopping for wetsuits tomorrow to just kind of really, like, get into this whole sleek new build? Or uh, is that not happening? That is definitely not happening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh and then first time on the show, uh fabulous community member and the dude who constantly makes me hungry by posting all of his <laughs> wonderful creations, Danger Powers 939 is here. What's up, Danger? How much? How are you guys? I mean, I'm great. I'm we're recording now. It just it changes yeah. the mood every time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, sweet man. Well, welcome. welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be uh, here. <laughs> so the good news okay. is it'll be uh, markedly quicker and uh, less painful than your endeavor tomorrow night when you have to uh, sit with uh, Hazel and Gator for eight hours. Are you I, doing? I'm, are you doing the uh, Guardian? Yeah. Oh, that's I'm amazing. A, I'm, a, I'm a glutton for punishment, so you know, just why not? Quick, let's steal all of their questions for danger. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how'd you get into gaming? Tell us so about your yeah. system. So, uh, so, well, I think, I think Rob, we should start with our signature questions tonight. What do you think? <laughs> we definitely should start with our signature <laughs> questions. It's all we can do. <laughs> okay. Uh, danger. Do you do bounties? <laughs> oh, let's see. Bounties. Ah, depends. You know, really just for the guns, the gunsmith. That's about it. Except I mean, bounties, those, are, bounties are worthless. Those are the important ones. Those are the ones yeah. that give you seven bright dust or whatever it is that they give you. Yeah, that's what's important is all about the mm -hmm. bright dust. Yeah, yeah, it is. Bright dust is hard to get these days. More important question. Has Destiny gotten too casual? <laughs> you know it just i feel like i see more and more people just running and gunning it's there's no there's no art to it anymore um okay well maybe we won't steal all their questions we can probably come up with our own huh we have uh, an entire channel full of them for tonight yeah that is true that is true uh it's cool that you're gonna be on man i uh i'll have to bust some ass and get this edited uh tomorrow then so that <laughs> that we can be first <laughs> Well, yeah. Gator doesn't get it out till Monday, just as a yeah. general yeah, that reminder. Is true. I should it's know gonna, that. It's going to take them all weekend to go through each hour by hour. To, yeah, uh, it'll be yeah, like, down. bring like a bottle or something to pee in because like you'll be there for a good six to 12 hours. I'm going to be sitting on a bucket the whole time. That's how we're going <laughs> to have to get through really, That's really the way to go, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, um, so what do you do you main a certain class in Destiny or are you a jack of all trades play anything? Um I main a hunter. Uh occasionally will play warlock and I have a titan that's just sitting there just just holding stuff for me at this point. Were you a D1 like vet or did you start with D2? Uh I started the D1 beta. 
So holy yeah. shit, boys yeah. and girls. Yeah, it's been a long time. I, <laughs> I started. So I started as a, a hunter when I when I first started on the PlayStation, and then when I moved over to the Xbox, I went with a warlock. And about halfway through, I was just like, I I, I don't like it. I had to, I had to go back to my hunter. Yeah. So I uh, I am definitely suffering from a crisis identity uh this season and i had just played everything and every week i'm like i'm gonna main this and then i'm like oh something shiny and i like completely <laughs> just like derail that idea like i told myself i was just gonna play um sniper all week and i've been good at that i was like well i'll play hunter sniper and i'll use stasis and then i listened totally to i listened to the blueberry lounge episode this week and by the way, if you've not listened to their episode with Ill Physics that just came out, um, yeah, yeah, listen amazing. To oh, yeah, I I had to stop what I was doing because I was I had it on the background. I was like, I need to listen to this and back it up a little bit because I'm I'm not the greatest at comp or PvP, yeah. but definitely gonna try out some like the the ideas that they were talking about during that show. He he seems like a super chill dude. Like I didn't know a lot about him before the show, but he seems super chill. It made me. I mean, I already like need to catch up with massive breakdowns because we're we're a fan of Lego on the show. But like seeing that he's the other half, I was like, dude, that's got to be a great podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like back to the Blueberry Lounge, like Spooks and those guys, they just they hit it out of the park this week with that episode. It was fantastic. Um, I totally forgot where I was going with this. Um <laughs> Uh, anyways, oh, I was listening to the episode and he's like, oh, Titans are really good at sniping because they have the rally barricade or the barricade so they can like peek things and lock things down and block angles. But they're also really fast so they can get to the sniper spot first. I'm like, that makes so much sense. Why am I sniping with the hunter? (laughs) So I switched to a Titan uh, tonight. This happened tonight. And then I took a break and as I was chilling on the sofa, I pulled up YouTube and watched a Watts video. And she's like, this is a really fun Hunter Strand build. That's super fast. And she was playing with a sniper and I'm like, OK, I'm going to play Strand Hunter. So I'm like, I'm just ADD <laughs> about it this season, I think. Oh, it I'm is kind of, one of I'm your weeks. the same way. <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> I'm definitely the same way. And, I, and I, I think I've gotten into the same like spot where it's, oh, OK, tomorrow I'm going to I'm going to play with my Warlock or my Titan for a minute. And it, then, yeah. I'm like, oh, but wait, I have to do one GM to get to level 10. I'm doing that now. And then <laughs> and then you listen to like, you know, the same thing. It was like the sniping with the Titan. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try that out, you know, for trials or, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, but wait, Mobilitics. There's this whole thing with a cloud strike for the hunter. I'm trying that out. And then right. I lose track of what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, it does make it fun, though. Um, So have you been hardcore on destiny since you started the beta or do you play around a lot um i go in and out of phases uh i mean i it's still like my main game to play Mm -hmm. um but you need that break every once in a while so i mean i I, I, i'll switch to um like uh i'm trying to think what i just was burning through uh the last of us the the remaster the ps5 went through that one um currently playing uh I always get the name wrong. Plague Tale, uh, the the new the yeah, new one, the that rat just came one. Out. Yeah, it's that a fun one game. is fucking amazing. Yeah, really, it, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. It's a great story. It's not 
overly complex with controls or anything like that. You just, I mean, you're going from point A to point B, but you you get really like enthralled into it. Yeah. What and, uh, what is this game? I know nothing of this. Go ahead and explain it. Uh, it it's it's called uh, well. So there's two games. It's the series is called A Plague Tale. Okay. It takes place in like medieval France. The first one is called Innocence. Yeah, that sounds right. So, yeah, and the second one, the, the new one that just came out is called uh, Requiem, and the the whole po- uh, the whole story, without giving away any spoilers, is is you play like a a, a young girl in medieval France. Uh, she's in charge of her younger brother who has a mysterious health issue that she can't that they're still trying to like figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. All while the the Black Plague is going on so you you're, you're trying oh. to avoid nights and you're dealing with with rats that are trying to kill you every five seconds and all sorts of stuff it's 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 a good game i highly recommend it cool is that that's on ps5 i take it it's on both okay yeah you, i think um i if you have xbox if you have the game pass i know the first game is free sweet the second game might actually be on game pass too i haven't looked my uh, my wife locked down a job recently. Uh, she'd been looking for something, and the kids are stoked because that means Xbox Game Pass is coming back to our Xbox uh, probably this weekend. <laughs> so I'll, nice. have to, I'll have to hook up my daughter with that one because she's been oh. jonesing for it. It was really funny because when we when we were like just you know working our budget and and trimming fat of unnecessary fees. I was like, you guys need to use this Xbox Game Pass or we're, we can't justify paying for it, you know, for a few months. And they're like, oh, well, we'll use it. We'll use it. And they didn't touch it for like a month and a half. And I'm like, OK, sorry, guys. Like, I mean, they have they have switch and actual games and all that stuff. So they were fine. But yeah, uh, I think they're pretty stoked to get that back. So I'll have to look for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh I mean if you're in the Discord, um it's it's pretty well known that you have uh some skills when it comes to the kitchen. Uh a little bit. So so tell us about that background a little bit. Um like like how do you get into it and then where are you now? Um Okay, so I got into it. Um, I'm going to say, time's flying, 17 years ago. Yep. Um, I was originally going to school for, uh, music and sound engineering and record producing and all that stuff. And yeah, great in theory, but, and I was in, I was in Nashville going to school for that too. Oh, nice. The only, the only issue is like literally the first day of class, they tell you like, look to your left, look to your right only one of you is going to have a job and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And, and in hindsight too, it, I'm kind of glad I never went through with it because uh, YouTube and like all these different websites you can go into, it kind of killed the job industry for sound engineering and record producing and all that stuff. So, but um, I was going to school in Nashville for that. Came back home uh, to New Jersey, trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. I bounced around different, degrees uh just trying to figure it out and um but i was watching like uh cooking shows like top chef and um trying to think of the other shows chopped and all those uh 
all those shows. And I'm, I'm already cooking at home. I've cooked with my, my dad growing up. And um, I thought I could do that. Like, you know, I, I've, I've already been like a waiter and uh, um, doing like dishwashing and busboy and all that stuff in restaurants. So I already know the, you know, I know people I can get a job. I know I can uh, further my career in it. You know, just something. And I went and enrolled in culinary school and stayed there for a year and a half until I graduated. And then immediately just got a job right out of it um, cooking and just slowly progressed my way at, uh, up into like a kitchen manager, executive chef position. Nice. Um, yeah, cool. and worked that until... 2019 20 yeah 2019 the end of 2019 into 2020 i i decided i i couldn't do it anymore it just it, it's a it's a rough job with rough hours very little health benefits very very little pay yeah uh so i decided to drop out and went back and finished my bachelor's degree and got a job as a data analyst so now okay. now cooking is cooking is strictly a hobby <laughs> which is which is not a bad thing because like no. in a no. way it's it's kind of an art form right it's like a creative process much like music or drawing or anything else right you're creating something with your skills right you can experiment and you understand flavors and stuff like that so yeah um i was never at the level that you were but i worked in enough restaurants growing up uh to understand like you have fast-paced you maybe don't necessarily have, at least my experience, is people that that can work under stress but can't manage stress. Like you get good at like at like managing time, right? Because a lot of it's managing time and like understanding cook times and and what needs to go down when to to have to plate everything and to get things up right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, but like you also have people that just don't always work the best under stress and then everyone's stressed, you know, like, so it's coming from all angles. It's like, like the management stress, like the cooks are stressed, the surfers are stressed, the hostess are stressed, you know, and, and it, it, in a healthy environment, I'm sure it's a lot better, but, um, in the places that I worked and my wife worked, it was typically not a healthy environment. (laughs) Yeah. There, I I would say 95% of the places I worked at were not, I mean, they were stable, but I wouldn't call them healthy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think I think that's the one thing is like with culinary school, I, I kind of equate it to like the army because, I mean, first day you, you your 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 coat, your pants, your your hat. I mean, everything has got to be pressed white, spotless. Your your sleeve length has to be a certain length. Your facial hair has to be a certain length. I mean, everything is just to the nines. And then they teach you like that. You really can't do like start anything until you have every single thing in front of you ready to go. Otherwise, it's you know they 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 fail you like the first day. Hmm. So you, you get that kind of like ingrained in you, and then just it kind of just sticks with you throughout. So even like as as I graduated and and progressed in my career in the restaurant industry, like I mean I've worked in plenty of places that were very unstable <laughs> very <laughs> very crazy and my staff would probably always be like freaking out and i'd be the calm one and yeah. no like they would be like what's like why are you calm i was like because if i'm not calm 
everybody else is not going to be calm. It's going to be even more chaos and the building will catch on fire. Like, it's just not worth it. So I'm going to stay calm and then you can, can, you know, either follow suit with me on that one or I don't know. There's the door. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know, it's really amazing that you realize that because I think that that is one of the biggest downfalls of restaurants is if management can't remain cool and calm and see the bigger picture and understand that they are there not only to get the job done, but also they are, their job is to make the employees happy, right? Or, or keep them working, right? So if they're stressed out and their, their approaches fucking scream at people and threaten them, like you just don't get that same result as if you were calm, even if it's everything's on fire, to just be calm and get shit done and like, manage the situation you know yeah that's cool yeah i mean i i always told them people that i hired day one it was like you know one of my first jobs is to make sure that you leave here happy and with money in your pocket because otherwise why are we both here and and people usually like accept that and they, they you know they continue to work and they 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 chip in i guess is the best way to put it yeah that makes sense man um, do you have a favorite thing that you like to cook? Uh, Italian food. Yeah, really? 100%. Yeah, I, um, growing up in an Italian family, there was always, you know, the Italian cooking on, like, especially Sundays, you, you, you start your sauce at eight in the morning and it cooks until about six o'clock at night and oh, you're eating dear. dinner and, um, do you make yeah. your own pasta? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I mean I'll I'll buy I'll buy some store bought stuff too just to have just in you know in case it's a long day. Right, but, right. Uh, um, and then after that, it's I I do a lot of seasonal cooking. Like, okay. Tr- try to stay local. Try to stay seasonal. Stuff like that. That's cool, man. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, do you have any other hobbies? Uh, I'm a musician. Oh, uh, you did say. Yeah. Yeah, what, been, what do you play? Like, yeah. Uh, guitar, a little bit of bass, a uh, little bit of vocals. Um, that's I, I can noodle on a piano. I can fake my way on the drums, but that's about it. I piano. Well, it's funny because piano kind of like transfers to everything, right? Like if you know piano, it's easy to like transfer into a different instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like guitar does share a lot of similarities with piano. It it does. It's it's. I think the hardest part is. I mean, with the piano, you're learning two separate parts. So you're learning the treble and the bass at the same time. So you can transfer that into playing guitar. But trying to go from guitar to piano, I can play a melody, but I couldn't do a, a whole chord. And yeah, you know, that it just it's. For me, it's it's harder to translate. Yeah, yeah, I could see that though. I could see it being easier one way versus the other for sure. My yeah. last uh, my last elective in college was piano lessons um, because I was making beats at the time, like hip hop beats, and I was like, I my bass lines and my melodies could benefit if I actually understood how to play the piano instead of just sitting down at the MIDI controller and. <laughs> You know, smoking a joint and just seeing what happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That's cool. That, um, that, that was an elective, though. You don't normally see that. Yeah, it was kind of um, 
Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was the U of M is a big school, though. So there was there was a lot of stuff we could get into, you know, mm-hmm. as far as as class options and stuff. It was I'm, I'm happy I did it. It was it was fun. I don't know that I remember much of anything of it, um, but I, I am glad I did it. That's cool. Yeah. Minnesota. Mm. Minnesota. <laughs> um, okay, so um, as far as like gaming, when do you think, or I guess when, when did you first get into it? Like what was your first system? When did you first start playing? Uh, first system was the original NES that came with Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, had the, had the gun and everything like that. Yep, red or red um, or gray. Red, dude. We had the same first system. Yep, yeah. I had, that was my exact same first system. Red gun combo. Yep. yep. We're uh, all remember, old, as I guess what we're getting at here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not old. We're just experienced. Well, yeah, yeah. That's not gray hair. It's just you know experience mm-hmm. on our faces. That's what it's it is. just. That's just the way the light reflects off of my yeah. slightly lighter, less tinted <laughs> hair. Yeah, oh, yeah no, totally understandable. Totally mm-hmm. understandable. Uh, yeah, I remember getting. I remember getting the system. Young when I was young, and it was like for me and my little brother, like for my dad, just to like, here you guys, you know, do have something to do because my mom was pregnant with my little sister at the time, and he worked a lot. She was working and going to school, so it was kind of like here, have a Nintendo, like. While your grandparents are over, it's something for you to do. And I got really into gaming. And I I remember having the system for a while. I remember doing like the whole thing where you blow into the cartridge and you're like mm-hmm. pressing up and yeah. down and everything. And we had that thing for years. Like I don't I think we went from the NES and then the next system we got was the N sixty four. Okay, we just yeah. Saved up our allowance and then just went out and bought it. Nice. Yeah, we yeah. never had a Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah. we that was not not a thing. Um, but we did have a Sega. So that was similar time frames. Not us. PlayStation One. We went, went Nintendo all the way to PlayStation One. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a long one. We got a lot of money's worth out of uh, our our Nintendo games for a long time. <laughs> well, uh, so let me, let me ask you: Did you have a friend that had a Super Nintendo or a Genesis or anything like that? Because that was oh, like, well, yeah. So, because that was that was my parents' reasoning was, well, what do you need it for? You know, Dom next door has a Super Nintendo. You just go over his house and play with. So it was just kind of like, eh, don't need it. I always we had the Sega, but I and Sonic was fun, but I always wanted Super Nintendo because of, um, they had the better they had Mario Kart, and I yeah. thought Mario Kart was like the best thing in the world, um. I'll never forget when Mario Kart came out on 64 and there's like multiple levels. <laughs> like, what is this? So that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you liking the new season so far? I'm actually enjoying it a lot. Um, there are some parts that get a little grindy, I think to me a little bit like, um, uh, I mean the the raid itself. It's fu- it's a fun raid. It's not it's not like a ooh I gotta go do that today. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's I feel it's, that. It, it's fun though. Um, 
the Vex incursion sites on Neomora is fun to do, but it, you know if you're trying to do the the get the the um what do you call it the polymorphic shell code mm-hmm. that that can get a little grindy. You know, yeah. you're, you're standing there. For, bit, yeah. yeah, you're standing there for a few minutes trying to shoot people to get like eight shell cards. It's just yeah, it's I, I really enjoy it, and I I hope it ends on a high note. My biggest complaint I think I've had about it this whole time has just been the execution of the whole story so far. Mm. Just how they've kind of had it play out because they've they've done better in the past couple seasons. Sure. I don't understand. I don't understand why they've decided to. It's almost like a giant umbrella, and they were just gonna like put little pieces here and there, and and you know this section of this will this will happen this season and the next season. Oh, we'll go back and we'll talk about what happened in that first campaign, you know, as a background or whatever, and then so on and so forth. I think it's just, it's too clunky. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. I would, I would prefer to have a start and an end to the story instead of like a start and kind of an end, but we're going to touch on it more. Mm -hmm. I feel that especially because like, it isn't that I have a problem with continuing the story. It's that the story gets played in the first week or two. And then maybe you go back and play some story missions or whatever it might be. But you really like there's a big gap between the storyline then, like between that, the initial story and then when the next season's going to drop and, and more info is going to come out. So I, I do feel like that kind of disconnects me from it, you know? Yeah. If, it fair. feels like so long ago that the initial story even came out at this point. <laughs> yeah, it really now, does. I'm, now I'm just in like PVP mode, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, man. So um, back to the music thing. So do you, are you in a band at all? Uh, no, I, I mean, I do. Um, I'll do open mic nights with my dad. Oh, uh, he's really yeah, that's he's, fucking rad. Yeah. Mo- I mean, most of my family, we're, all played a musical instrument in some way, shape, or form. So there was always like a jam session going on at the house growing up and everything. Oh, uh, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah. So like now, like you know, we'll we'll find like a coffee house or something on a Friday night and go bust out a few songs, and that's about yeah, just about as far as it go. I mean, I played in a bunch of bands growing up, but sure. you, you get older and you just you, you're fighting with people all the time over what chord to play or what song you want to play next or yeah. Right. Time's yeah. limited, right? Yeah, exactly. That's cool though. Like that's super cool that you and your dad do that. That's that's yeah. awesome, man. It's cool. Um and Rob, do you got anything else before we go to show questions? No, we've got so many show questions, we're gonna be here for a while. So let's get into them. Okay, let's get into them. I'll try and mix it up between ones that we should have asked last week and ones that we should ask today. Ooh, okay. Um, all right. So I like this. This kind of goes along with something that we already asked. This is from Mr. Monkey. He says, question for the international man of mystery. What's your <laughs> least favorite meal to cook and eat? Um... It's not my least favorite to cook, but my least favorite to eat is shellfish. I can't physically bring myself to eat. I mean, like, I I love lobster. I love shrimp, but, like, oysters and mussels and stuff like that. I can't. I, I can't do it. I spent I spent one summer in a 
prep kitchen like that had one window shucking oysters and mussels and like you know just cleaning them and doing all that stuff to the point where it was like i can't look at it i can't smell it it just ptsd type thing <laughs> i can i can see that though right because that that's like yeah. a food that had i mean it's like if you were like cleaning chickens you know or or like Which something sucks. like that i'll uh admit right then and there cleaning oh, chickens is awful I know I haven't cleaned a chicken, but I used to hunt and I've cleaned my share of duck and geese. And, you know, it's it's similar. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, no, thank you. Um, I, mean, I, don't, I don't mind. Do, I don't mind doing like the cleaning part of an animal. Like, I, I think that's fine. I can I can do like chickens and fish and, you know, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Do that. But for whatever reason, shellfish is just like the thing I can't do. I get it. I mean, they're they're kind of like the insects of the sea, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, my name is Fluffy Fingers MD, and I'm going to mute my phone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that about you. Uh, average D2 player asks, question for the show. You have just opened up a yogurt. Are you licking the lid? Yeah, 100%. If it's a personal size yogurt, yes. If it's a like... We we buy the we buy like a bigger tub of yogurt now because um, almost every day I put fruit and a little bit of granola and like a scoop or two of yogurt uh, in a bowl. And that's one of my meals. Um, And when it's the bigger tub of yogurt, I don't. But if it's like a personal size one all day long, dude. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, all right. So he has three questions here. So next one is, as we know, one of the requirements for Guardian rank 11 is to solo the latest dungeon. Do you think solo activities should be part of Guardian ranks? Yes, I agree with you. I yeah. think I'm on board as well. If you want to be the top rank, you got to be doing top rank things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean- like, yeah. It's a challenge that keeps it interesting. You you you, you want to have that goal to reach. And honestly, I think they do a pretty good job of like working you up to it, right? Because at first it's solo legendary lost sectors, and then it's mm-hmm. solo master lost sectors, and now and actually, I don't know if you're trying to solo flawless a lost sector, a, le- a master lost sector, that's probably harder than soloing a dungeon. I mean, solo flawlessing a dungeon. I don't know if I can do that anytime soon, no. but uh, that's not really no. my skill level. But <laughs> it, I, mean, well, I think <clears throat> go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, if you find the right loss sector, like you could you could f- crowd control your way through it and, yeah. and flawless it. But like, I feel like especially like Spire, the, I can't fathom the idea of trying to flawless that thing solo. It's just, it's just everything coming from everywhere at once, especially as a hunter. Just it, too squishy. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely a, a an activity that requires you to spend enough time in it that you learn spawn points and you have to learn the right loadouts. Or now that we have in-game loadouts, you probably want to fill all your slots with loadouts so you can swap easily. Um, but much like a GM, right? You play a GM enough times, you learn the, the places where things spawn. It becomes easier. Um, I don't know. Okay. Last last question. What's one habit that annoys you the most? For me, it's when people talk on the phone and eat. 
Um, I'll start. I don't know if it annoys me the most, but this is the first thing that came to me. Um, everyone else in my family does this. Uh, my wife, my wife started it, and I think my kids got the jeans from her. Um, <laughs> but she she shakes her leg, like like, oh, and like it, it sounds at the table or something like that. Just like yeah, it sounds so stupid, and it, and it doesn't like enrage me, and I'm not like heavily annoyed by it. Um, and, and we have an open relationship, like in in the way that we communicate. So I just say, please stop shaking. But like, you know, whether it's on the ground or it's elevated or whatever, it just starts starts like tapping, starts moving, starts bouncing. And like, yeah, I think it was today. It was either today or yesterday. She was talking to me and she was sitting at the table and I was standing in the kitchen and she started shaking her leg. And I'm trying to talk to her and her whole body's like just moving just slightly up and down from her leg shaking. And like, I don't know why, but I can't like focus on talking to you because there's just this like constant motion. Um. So yeah, that's what came to mind for me. That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, okay. I know one. I I don't like it when somebody tells me they don't like something, but they don't tell me why. Like, <laughs> I, like I mean, I, I, it's so like music is a big part of my life. So like, if I like, I'll tell somebody like, oh yeah, you know, like I'll, I really lo- love the Beatles. Ah, I hate the Beatles. Okay, well, why do you hate the Beatles? I don't know. I just don't like them. <laughs> it looked at me funny one time. Yeah, like uh, that doesn't make sense. Okay, but you know, there's got to be like something because otherwise, you're just uh, to me, you're just coming off as being an ass or something. You know? Yeah. Uh, the Discord totally will not have fun with that one at all. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, nudge, nudge. <laughs> How about you, Rob? Actually, pretty similar to that. It's when people bitch about something without offering a solution. Mm, yes. I hate that Bro. so much. Like, yeah. Just fucking, if you got a problem with it, do something about it. Or like, if 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 someone bitches about something and they know nothing about what they're bitching about, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> test the <me> community. <clears throat> oh, God. It's been a week, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, okay, this one's from our favorite cold weather cowboy moose question for midwest midwest danger uh what is the best state that starts with the letter m maine wow i know what he's going for but the answer is maine regardless so <laughs> uh rob i'm gonna i'm gonna pass this one to you because danger doesn't have any answers for us <laughs> not fucking missouri that place <laughs> sucks Literally like a nine-way tie with Missouri in last fucking place. Holy shit, dude. Alright, I'll allow it. <laughs> um Yeah, I'm biased, so I'm not even gonna answer. Oh, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say um is it the best state though? I haven't been to a lot of states with M's. Like, I haven't been to like Maine, so I really can't shit on Maine or like Mass, but you know, Montana has some pretty epic snowboarding and mountains. Uh, there's some shitty parts of Montana for sure, but there's some pretty amazing parts of Montana. So um, I'm not going to say my home state, so we'll we'll go with that. Montana is beautiful. Can't can't uh, knock you on that one. Yep. Uh, let's see. Ghost again. Question for the show. Can you take me higher to a place where the blind men can see? Do 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 do. 
I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. No, <laughs> I, I don't remember the little guitar part. <laughs> uh, no, no ghosts. We cannot. No, um, sorry, buddy. Yeah, that was Wouldn't want to question. even if I could. You should feel bad. You really should. Uh, Your jokes are bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> uh, this one is from Trash Panda. If you had to combine three encounters from three different raids to create a new raid, what would they be? And Oh, that's a good one, man. Um, God, what are some encounters that we like in raids? Uh, I thought about this one a little I'll try to go first. Um, okay. For an early encounter, um, I really, really, really liked uh, dogs in uh, the Catalyst, the first Catalyst mission. So sure. we'll, do, we'll do dogs, and then I actually really loved the Vault encounter in Last Wish. Like, I had so oh. much fun yeah. with that one. Oh, um, Because... People struggled really hard with that, but us as a raid team, like if we had gotten to the vault, we're like, all right, we're finishing the raid. Like it was yeah. always a relief for us because that was one that we never struggled with. I always enjoyed that. And then uh, for a boss fight, what's a fun boss fight? You know, it was easy because we could do all kinds of crazy dumb stuff with it, and so it's not maybe the hardest boss fight of all time. But uh, I loved the boss fight for Eater of Worlds where you had to rotate people around and deposit the right stuff and shoot the right nodes and then you could do your you had to do your damage and your window involved like having to do some jumping and stuff like that. So my raid is not very difficult, but goddamn it would be fun for me to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. Uh Danger, you wanna go next or you wanna go last? Um, yeah, I'll go next. I'm trying to think of encounters off the top of my head. I know I probably would do at least the boss encounter would probably be Rolk. Because it's, it's, it's very team oriented. Like everybody needs to have a job. I feel like. You're moving everybody, a lot more in it too. You're, you're well, moving. Because it's the one where you have to move against the boss fight. Yeah. And, you, and you, there's a lot of communication involved with everybody. So it's not like you can just go in and shoot the boss and leave. Middle? Um... Uh, why am I drawing a blank on the name now? Uh, the second encounter, Deepstone Crypt. Um, oh, the uh, Atrex one. Yeah, we have to go up the elevator. Or you have to go up and down oh, the yeah, elevators and kill all yeah. of the uh the replicants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's then a good one. probably just to start off, like just to start off, uh, start off simple. I would just start off with um vaulted glass. First encounter. I know I'm working like backwards that. on this. Yeah, yeah. No, then, that's good. And then I would add, just to add to it, at the end of the boss fight, include that uh, the end of Last Wish, where you have to carry the heart and deposit it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's that's all about timing and you know, again, communication with your team. That's a solid. That's a solid collection you got there. Yeah, like yeah. Um. I actually, I want to start off. It's funny, Rob, we're, we're totally on the same page, man. I want to start off with the boss fight from Eater of Worlds. Um, I I love that encounter as well, man. I think that it's a lot of fun rotating 
Um, there's moments for hero moments. There's DPS. There's a shit ton of chaos. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Um, so I think I'd start there. Um, and then from there, uh, I think we're going to go to um, Callus and we're going to do the video game room. Uh, you know, where you have like like Chalice, Sun, Axe and Dogs and oh, you have the yeah, ring yeah, that you, you run around. You got to run the circle. Yeah, you got to run the circle on the outside. Right. Um, I like it. I really like that. And then, uh, fuck, for a boss fight, man. Um, shit. I guess. I guess let's go. Let's go to Garden. We're going to do the boss fight on Garden. We're going to build build the platforms. We're going to go collect moats. Um, but on the way six, to... Six, six, sadist. <laughs> on the way there, we're going to do the jumping puzzle from Deep Stone Crypt with the music Ooh. on out in space. Nice. That dog will hunt. <laughs> I, I, I kind of wanted to say Wrath, but man, it's been so long since I've done the boss fight in Wrath that I just don't know if it would be... And we ran that boss, boss fight so many times, too. Yeah. Like, that was the one time I was like, hey, do you have your anarchy yet? Well, we got the checkpoint, and we, like, had, I don't know, we must have run it, like, 20, 20 times over the course of, like, three weeks to just try to get people there. No, uh, no, 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 Wrath. Oh, uh, right, sorry, I thought you were Scourge. Uh, no, no, Wrath, no, no, yeah. no, Wrath. Uh, Scourge, we definitely had down. That, yeah, was, that was fun. We helped a lot of people. Um... Oh, I like this one. This one's from Trash Panda. Uh, question for the powerful one. One subclass has to go. Which is it? So subclass element, not necessarily a class. Subclass element? Well, like, you know, so I'm, I'm assuming by subclass, he means like solar. Yeah, I would point. go with. I'm only going to say this because I'm I'm a hunter main. I would get rid of arc, probably. Okay. It's which it's is just. Which, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say it's it's just I don't know. I feel like all the other hunter ones are very. You're fighting long range. You're either doing throwing knives or a golden gun or Morbius quiver or silence and squall. You know, even the the new strand one is still somewhat long range. In a way, but I feel like arc you have to get up close all the time, and the the long range super is just a lightning rod that just uh, like tickles the boss. It's just not not worth. Yeah, it. it's definitely definitely crowd control over DPS for sure. Uh, it's funny that you say that because that's like I think that's what Rob plays most when he plays Hunter. Uh, it <laughs> is. Sorry, no, that's fine. <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> I enjoy lobbing uh, skip grenades for days and never having to do anything else but just throw skip grenades. What are you getting rid of, Rob? Um, honestly, I never run stasis ever, so I understand the value of it, and people who are good enjoy it. Um, but for me, I'm just like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> I'm torn between both of your answers, honestly. Like, I feel like I feel like a case could be made, um, especially uh, with. um, Especially with Titan, 
I think Arc Titan is very strong. I used to love Warlock, or I'm sorry. Yeah, I used to love Arc Warlock back when it was very strong. Um, So, like, there are definitely highs for Arc, um, but Stasis is so unique. Like, uh, but when I think of the other things, like Void with Volatile Rounds is just off the charts. Uh, Solar with Incandescent and Healing and uh, movement with Warlock and hammers with Titan is just fun. And I was I started as a solar Titan when I started Destiny. So I think I always feel at home with the solar Titan uh, and Strand is rad. So, uh, fuck, I got to pick one. I think we're going to go stasis just because the grenades suck. And the melees are just kind of OK. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moose says, have you sufficiently prepared for 420? <laughs> this, was, <laughs> this was definitely for last week, and uh, I think the proof was in the pudding that we oh had my God, dude. sufficiently prepared for that date. I, yeah, I was, I was, I, it might not have sounded like it on the show, but I, I took down, I took down a fair amount of um, 420 goodies that night while we were recording. So, yeah, I, I was prepared. Um, follow up question for Moose. When are we going to finish that Ron raid, Fluffy? Uh, Moose, we it's on my calendar. We're going to finish it. We're going to talk next week. OK, uh, let's see what else we got um, from Trash Panda Chef Powers. What are you making me for a dinner date? Three courses, please. Three courses. Okay. Let's see. Alright. I know. Because my buddy Trash Panda is from the Carolinas. I'm going to do an all-Carolina menu. Mm. So we're going to start with grilled oysters for him. Uh, while that is going, I'm going to also have a uh, Carolina uh, roast pig. Um, do the normal accoutrements of like grits some grilled vegetables maybe some potatoes have both carolina sauces so one vinegar one mustard base and then for dessert we're gonna do ooh, it's gonna be a grilled dessert so it'll be pound cake and you butter one side of it put that on the grill let that get some some grill marks on it. Take plums and peaches and slice them in half. Take out the 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 stone in the middle of it. Yep. Grill the grill the fruit side down, so it starts to caramelize and you get the sugars out of the fruit. Uh, take them off the grill. So pound cake, the fruit. Add whisk um, whisk marks capone cheese on top. A little bit of uh, let's see. Some thinly sliced basil and some lemon zest. And that's going to be the dessert. All sound amazing. I know my mind is just absolutely blown by that answer. Um, I am going to volunteer myself for that date. You're <laughs> come on down. <laughs> um, this is from our, our good buddy and everyone's favorite community member ghost again. Uh, 
Question for the show, fixed timeline or multiverse? Fluffy fingers, feel free to use uh, the flowing stream example for this one. I don't understand <laughs> why I would have to pee anywhere, Ghost. That just doesn't make any sense. Uh, all right, guys, what do you like? Do you like a fixed timeline with your superheroes, or do you like the introduction of the multiverse? Multiverse, if it's done right. Like, mm. I, I mean, I... I huge comic book reader growing up and uh, okay. the multiverse stuff was always really cool but you'd have to uh, it's hard because you'd have to focus on like a particular storyline to make it work yeah i get that i like i like the multiverse um or infinite dimensions you know depending on which which we go dc or, or marvel right yeah um because I enjoy like the Flashpoint stuff. I don't have a huge history with comic books. I just know what I know from TV and movies. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I, I still enjoy it. And so I like that it gives the them the ability to just do whatever the hell they want, man. You know, yeah. look at Spider-Verse. I mean, that's hands down my favorite Spider-Man movie and maybe my favorite superhero movie ever. Um, so yeah, that's my take on it. I have been sort of out of the phase two of, uh, the Marvel stories. So I've missed most of the, uh, multiverse stuff that has come out since. So, I mean, a fixed timeline work for me. Multiverse is cool. I like it in the comic books. So I assume I'll like it when I finally get around to watching the movies. I just haven't. I kind of got burned out. Like, I think back to, like, there was a time in the early 2000s when every third movie was, like, a, a historical epic type deal. Like, I think of, like, they did all the Lord of the Ring movies, and then they did, like, Troy and Kingdom of Heaven and a bunch of other stuff all at the same time. And I'm just like, you know what? I need something different. So I'm, I'm a little superheroed out right now. Feel that? <clears throat> yep. Um... This one is from everyone's favorite uh, bird conspiracy theorist, Burning Wing. He says, will this be the show that Ban Davis is finally banned? Uh, you it know what, be. Burning Wing? Uh, stay tuned and you will find out. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, stay tuned and you'll find out. It won't be. Spoilers. <laughs> um, Rafi, Rafi says, question for the show. When are we going to play something, Fluffy? I'd love to run something with you. Well, Raffy, earlier tonight. Earlier tonight is when we're going to play something. How'd it go, by <laughs> the way? Did you guys have a good run? Uh, we just we just played uh, Iron Banner for a few games. Oh. Um, and it was fun. We were just talking shit. Like, I, I was trying out that strand build, so I was literally just holding W. Because Watts was like, this this build is all about going fast. So all I did was put on a sniper and a sidearm and pushed. Dude, she was using the sidearm from the new raid. And I put it on and I need to open dim real quick because my mind was blown away by this thing. I know True Vanguard likes it. Uh, Watts obviously likes it because she had a crafted one that was all gold. Um, let's see. I had uh, arrowhead break, high cal rounds, unrelenting, and tap the trigger uh, with the handling masterwork. 
Uh, so I was sniping people and then just whipping it out and cleaning up and flying into places and like cleaning up. And I was it it felt really, really good. Like it felt broken good. Um, I was impressed. I'm glad I, I'm glad I tried out a new weapon. Yeah, because I know that when we first were looking at it from the raid, everyone's like, eh. So it's nice that it's found a home already. Yeah. yeah. I'm close to being able to craft one, too. So hopefully I can do a couple more runs and, and pull. I think I need to pull one or two more and then I can craft it. So I'll need to get on that. Well, we almost have Bryce raid ready so we can get the old crew back together in the near future. That'll be rad. Uh, this seems relatable. Trash Panda says, I recently got Div. Want me to be your daddy for that Ron run? Uh, <laughs> yes, Trash Panda. I need at least two. So so let's let's make that happen. Maybe we'll you get made that joke, but the last time we ran, nobody volunteered to be Div Bitch and nobody like asked about it. So we got to the damage phase and both TJ and I were running Divinity because both of us are like, well, nobody said anything about it, so we'll just put it on. So we had four people with machine guns <laughs> and two Divinities. Uh, and it st- Spoiler alert, still wasn't difficult because it's Root of Nightmares. Yeah. Uh, Nessie has been hyper aggressive about being Div Bitch the last couple, couple times I've run the raid. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm running div. <laughs> All right, dude, <laughs> go for it. Um, I don't get this reference, so maybe one of you guys can help me. This is from Technical. He says, question for the spy who shagged me in old Greg's voice. Who's old Greg? Do you guys know who old Greg is? Yeah, he's some uh, British. Yeah, it's a. Uh, um, oh, I can't remember the show. The Mighty Boosh. Mighty Boosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, one of the sketches. It's it's just like a very weird British sketch. That's why I can describe it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can either of you do an impression of it? No. Not not very well. No. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna go with this then. Do you want to play a love game? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Closer than you <laughs> than I thought you might get, but I it has made it like enough into popular culture that there's a possibility if you heard it, you'd be like, well, I've heard somebody do something like that before. Or I've heard it as like a, a sound bite in a Twitch stream or something like that. Like just it's there. It's just not really there. Like I didn't know what it was until I actually looked up this question. I'm like, Oh, now I know the voice, but I don't know the skit. And then I watched the skit for like two seconds and I'm like, Nope, not for me. Uh, <laughs> it's too British. I can't handle it. So I, I think the reason he did I so like my, my first name is Greg. So anytime any, anybody ever finds out, first thing they do is I'm old Greg. And they just start like quoting the sketch. I'm like, uh-huh, awesome. uh-huh. That's, that's, that's great. You did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. Gold star. Um, this one is from our good friend, native Raider. He says, if you were required to move out of the U S for the rest of your life, what country are you moving to? He's going to go to New Zealand, which great pick, man. Yeah. That's... Luffy, where am I moving if I have to move out of the U.S.? Oh, I yeah, that's right. I knew where you were going. You're going to London. Yes, 100%. I'll, I'll see you there because that's where I'm going. <laughs> really? Yeah. I... My, my wife is really into like England and, and London and the, the whole whole shebang. So if we're moving out of the country, that's where we're going. I have mad respect for that. Um, 
I think I would be okay following Raider, uh, but that's not where I'm going. But New Zealand does have surfing and and snowboarding and just beautiful everything, right? Without the dangers of living in Australia. Um, however, I think I might go to Canada. Canada's nice. I mean, Lana's there. Spooks is there. Stu is there. They got legal weed. You can get mushrooms delivered through the mail. Uh, I got None of those three people live anywhere near each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but I just I live in Canada. I can go wherever I want. Uh, they have snowboarding. Like it's a 10 hour drive from if you're within an hour of any of them, it's 10 hours at least to the other. <laughs> oh, dude, for sure. They are nowhere close to each other. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's similar to home, right? Like I have, I have the summers that I'm used to. You have lakes, you have good fishing, you have woods, you have mountains, you have oceans. Nice people. You have fake nice people. Um, Minnesota nice is just basically Canadian junior. You have, you have molts and ice. I mean, what else do you need? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, serve their pancakes with cheese spread on them. Uh, so this one's directly for, uh, danger powers, uh, Uh-oh. danger powers, um, danger powers, 939 asks, do you, do some people call you the space cowboy or do some people call you the gangster of love? Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's only appropriate that we didn't get to that one last week and we ask you your own question. <laughs> Uh, we, we we really do a good job of treating our community well, Rob. <laughs> they get what they earned. Um, so, uh, Mr. Burning Wing asks, why is Van Davis such a trash can at everything he does? Um, can, do you guys mind if I take a stab at this? Go for it. Go for it. It's because he cooks his steaks well done and uses ketchup. <laughs> I honestly don't think he intentionally cooks his uh, steaks well done. I think he puts them on there with the thought of taking them out at uh, medium rare, but he gets too distracted by feet picks that he overcooks them every time. God damn it. <laughs> it's funny because I've actually sat down and had dinner with him, and uh, we talked about this um, at that dinner. And I know, I know his actual preferences on steak. Um, but uh, as long it's as it's well done, <laughs> as long as the show and community is alive, uh, it is well done with ketchup. <laughs> oh, perfect! <laughs> yeah, see, chef's kiss, man. Um, oh my god, we totally didn't remove the classic rock song from uh from last question that's a great question yeah i almost just asked that again okay that haunted me for like three more days afterwards (laughs) i just like some good one pull it into my driveway i'm like i don't know if i agree with what i said on that show it's too late to go back (laughs) or is it it? (laughs) yeah we're gonna let it die that was a good question ghost i feel like Um, you have been unfortunately maligned by members of this show who have large white beards and wear a hat all the time. Stormy? Yeah. Uh, okay. No, that, that would be like... properly uh, maligned. Anything Stormy does to Ghost, Ghost is earned. Uh, 
This is from uh, LAX Rocker. Uh, what would you both say if you were um, highest highs, or what would you both say were your um, highest highs from the podcast? Favorite moments, guest episodes, response from your community, etc. That's that would have been a good question to answer on the 300th show if we were looking back in uh, on in retrospect of the previous 299. Um, oh, I yeah. know what it is. It was the lost ghost and Nessie episode that no one has ever heard. That no one has ever heard. <laughs> yeah, that one was amazing. I. I like my face hurt for about two days afterwards. I we laughed so hard at the time. It may not have been a good show. Like it was amazing because I laughed my ass off the entire time. It may not have been good because we were just killing each other the entire time laughing. It was just no, like it, it's probably just us giggling for about three hours straight. It was good though, because remember they had taken like a, a significant break from Destiny and they had no idea what was going on. That's and right. they were both coming back. So not only like was it like absolute shenanigans and bs but then there was also a ton of like really good content about the game as well um so i really do think it was a great episode uh that no one will ever hear yeah. uh for me i think if you're talking about favorite guests there's a, a bunch of them right but i mean that's a thing man i can't name them all but the one that surprised me the most was uh I still will never get over when we had uh, Cammy on the show, and he's dropping stats and stuff like that off the top of his head while he's busy uh, dismantling stuff in his uh, <laughs> in his postmaster. It's just like this guy knows this game better than I ever will, and he's just offhandedly like <laughs> mentioning stuff that you don't really know until you get really deep into the weeds. I was just like, okay, he's playing chess to all of my checkers. Uh, I, yeah. I really appreciated that. Well, that was the thing. Like, Cammy was super cool. Drewski was super cool when he came oh, yeah. on. Uh, Lego was amazing when he yep. came on. Like, dude was. Had that fun dude with Lulu. Was... Had fun with Khan. Khan oh, is all... was Lulu. awesome. Khan came on a few times. That's right. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, we've been lucky. We'll just say everything's been a high, and the lowest of the low is when I gave my address out. <laughs> and then told Fluffy not to delete it out of the edit because oh I God. had to learn about my consequences for actions. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay, last question from Ghost. Uh, question for not James Bond. Does Nessie's mother make you Randy? Does she, baby? Does she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, the correct answer. Good old Austin Powers. Um, cool, man. Well, thank you for getting through that with us, Danger. Of course. I uh and thank you, community, for sending us questions. We very much appreciate it. It's fun to go through those sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean keyword is sometimes. Some of y'all need to step your game up. Jesus. I mean, I'm not pointing any fingers, but like uh did you see that one that that danger guy asked? <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Fuck Steve Miller band. <laughs> probably should ban him from the Discord. He seems like I an asshole. I already did. 
Let's see. Ooh. Is there a role lower than everyone? Um, <laughs> there is. You have the uh, in consideration guy. for the banhammer role. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. I didn't even create that. Like, that's the best part. Like, the one thing that our mod community did was they just created a new, um, <laughs> a new role to troll members and to tell them that they might get banned. I appreciate that. Ah, oh, fun times. Um, so let's see. Uh, we did have a TWAB that came out. Yeah. Um, let's vote for yeah. the three worst maps for trials possible. Dude, Frosted Lands is great. Frosted Lands is a fun map, but it is very, very unbalanced. Mm-hmm. It's it's it can get campy for sure. Um it can get campy without a doubt. Uh, but there's so many sight lanes and there's so many different ways to play it. Um, everyone's going to vote for dis- disjunction and it sucks. Like Fallout even tweeted that everyone's going to vote for disjunction. So now everyone is going to vote for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I know big name people hate convergence. I don't hate it that much for trials. It's, it's like, fine. It's fine. Rusted Lands is fine. Disjunction just I have never had a fun game on Disjunction. Like I've never enjoyed playing that map. Yeah. Even if I, I go know. positive, I'm just like, I wish I was anywhere but this map. It's just yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's not my thing. Put me um, on the fucking dreadnought and whatever that is, Cathedral of Dust or whatever. Yeah. They also are bringing back Guardian games. Did you guys read up on that at all? Mm-hmm. A little is bit. There- is there anything that stood out to either of you on uh, that you're excited for with Guardian Games is maybe the b- best way I'll put it. There's yeah, a new scout cool. rifle. Yeah, I think that I'm I'm just excited for the scout rifle, really. Yeah, I I'm not I'm not playing enough these days to actually like grind Guardian Games stuff to actually get everything turned in or whatever you you need to do so. If I can't get it done, then I'm not going to waste time, like, stressing about it. That's how I've handled my FOMO, is, like, if I want it done, I'll play enough to get it. And if I know that I don't care enough, then I'm just not even going to start worrying about it. Yeah. I did like that they called out that you could pay for the season pass to get, or the Guardian pass, or whatever, event ticket to get all the rewards unlocked, like, three or four times in the TWAB. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, uh, you gotta have better rewards there, Bob, because uh, I've yet to see one event ticket where I'm like, yes, please take my money. And I'm, I have no problem giving Bungie money. I think I play the game more than enough that I'm happy to support him. Um, But, yeah, not my jam. I do think uh, Supremacy coming back is kind of cool. And I do like the idea that it's all one class versus all another class. So, like, it'll be all Titans on one team and all Hunters on the other team. Like, I think that that's going to be fun. It's like a fun yeah. experiment. Um, so I'll probably play that. But I don't I don't know that I'll get into the strike scoring or anything like that. That's just not my, my not my jam. Yeah. I'm curious how many teams are just going to be straight Titan bubbles, like nonstop, and how many people <laughs> are just going to ra- rage quit because of it. Yeah, it was maybe. a lot of fun back in the day. <laughs> we, we played an Iron Banner team today that was running um, the exotic where the Titan shield 
puts out the three strand um, yes. suspense, and there were there were a few people running that. Yeah, and it was actually it was actually quite annoying. Like they did a really good job of like continually having us suspended. <laughs> um, it made it, it made for an interesting game for sure. Um, they did talk about some some updates that are coming to Strand. I like that they are changing things and making things a little bit more powerful. Um, they're going to uh, basically make the Hunter Strand melee better, which I'm all about. Yeah. It'll do more damage and it'll be slower when it comes back to you, so it's easier to catch. Yep. Didn't they, they reduce the cool time too, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think they did say... Oh, they reduced the base cooldown of grapple uh, from 105 to 82 seconds, and then they reduced the time between grapples from 2.5 seconds to 0.2 seconds, which would have been really helpful in the campaign because I don't know how many times I went to grapple something and accidentally canceled it, and then you just start falling, and you're like, I have another grapple that I could save myself with, but I'm just going to fall to my death. Yep. Then I'm going to die. Yep. Um, there are some really good videos that Lego put out this week about well-rounded. Um, and then there's also the, the iterative loop video, both of them around strand and using your grapple and just making an insane build with a gun. So, uh, I definitely, definitely suggest checking that out and really giving well-rounded another thought because it seems like it's quite broken hmm. if you're playing strand hunter. Uh, Wither horde won the exotic exotic ornament. I thought that was kind of interesting. I figured it would. Yeah. I, think. I guess it gets, it gets used a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was about it from the TWAB. Um, let's see. Did you guys, did you guys do anything in, in Destiny this week? Played a lot of Trials. Well, maybe not a oh. lot of Trials, but I played like 20 games or something like that. Uh, oh, nice. I was trying to get to rank 10 so I could unlock my, uh, Immortal. Um, oh yeah, you got God Roll, didn't you? No, no, Chuck has oh, the God I, Roll. Oh, Chuck got it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I have a bunch that are like three of fives uh, that might be able to do some stuff, but nothing special yet. Um, I so, do. Yeah. I was I was sitting in chat with that motherfucker when he's like, "Oh, I gotta go pick this up from from Saint." He's like, "I got target lock range finders. That any good?" Just <laughs> 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 doing the, one of these the whole entire yeah, time. Like, what are the chances that your first drop of the gunner or the god roll? Like, come on. Yeah, so we were playing uh, on Sunday night, or Monday night. I think it was Monday night when the servers crapped out, like, mm. mid-game. Like, there were 11 of us in the Discord chat, and I'm like, oh, now I'm contacting Destiny servers. And everybody else is like, hey, me too. And then we slowly got picked off one by one by one. Like, the game crashed all the way out to the launcher. And it was just like... Oh, can't get back in. I saw later that you were playing, so it came back up reasonably quickly, but I, I pieced out and said, fuck it, I'm going. 
I'm going to do something else, and then I played a couple of games right before a reset on Tuesday to get to 10 and turn some stuff in. Yeah, everyone was playing Overwatch except for Ghost when I got on the... But yeah, I had a pretty good pretty good weekend uh, in terms of stat-wise for me in Trials. I was like, I'd say I was just under a 1 KD and a KDA well over 1, so that's, Dude, that's amazing for me. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I definitely did not do that. And I had some um, bad games. I was playing really well solo, and then for some reason, whenever Wolf and I team up, uh, my numbers just go in the shitter. I don't know if it's because he plays like a, a more aggressive route than I play when I'm solo, so I'm always trying to help, but I'm also running the sniper, and it's just like, dude, I got... I always find myself in trouble, because I just... I can't find a way to match his play style. I get that. Uh, Danger, how about you, man? Did you... You doing anything this past week or so? I played some trials. I, I played enough to get me to level ten, so I can get the immortal. Nice. Um, played a little bit of Iron Banner, and then let's see what else did I do this week. Monday, I attempted to do um to get myself to level ten, so I, I had to play a GM, gram, uh, get the score, and then play as a darkness subclass and. Got booted, couldn't get back in. Oh no! Yeah, and then, so ended up playing a little bit today and finished that off. So oh, got cool. Level 10. Yeah, so I got myself to level ten, played a little more Iron Banner, and that was about it. Nice, that's yeah. awesome, man. I uh, I have not been. I got to seven, I think. I don't have that much to do to get to eight, but I have. I, you know, whenever I get on, someone's playing, and I'm just like, hey, let's do things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. So I, I I wanted to play a lot of trials this weekend and I had I talked to the wife about it ahead of time. Um, it's normally like I play when the kids are in bed or I try and balance, you know, family time and game time. And I knew that server changes were coming. And so I really wanted to like just log some time and get my impressions of the changes that they were making. Um, so I got a hall pass, basically. You know, the missus was like, yeah, you can play most of the day Friday and all day Saturday until the evening. And I'm, so I did. I played a shit ton of trials. Um, Friday, I jumped on and Marky and I were going to play at like seven o'clock, I think, or eight o'clock. And I jumped on an hour early. Like it just nothing was going on. Kids, kids wanted to play some games and chill out after school. Like they're just they were beat and the wife was doing something and i'm like all right well fuck it i'm not gonna sit here and play on my phone i'm gonna go play trials and warm up and mark jumped on too like we were supposed to play with stormy in like an hour and he just he saw me jump on or he just happened to jump on i don't know and so we ran duos and he's like hey go grab a confidence card uh and we lost our first game and then we went to the lighthouse on a confidence card (laughs) which was amazing so i got my flawless title Nice. Congrats. Uh, Congrats. Stormy Stormy jumped in when we I think when we had four wins, Stormy jumped into chat and he's like, hey guys. He's like, Do you want me to jump in with you? And Mark and I were silent for a second. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, Mark and I are on a good roll. Let us just play out these three games. If we lose, we'll pick you up. If we win, we'll pick you up after. And uh we won those. So then we we went and picked up Stormy grabbed a mercy card this time uh 
matchmaking was noticeably harder with threes. Uh, we dropped our first game with Stormy, and then we ran all the way to the lighthouse without losing our mercy, which was cool. Uh, Stormy got the Sparrow. I got the trial ship. Um, we reset our card and uh, ran again right to the lighthouse. So we did three flawlesses in three hours. It felt really good. Um, so then uh, everyone took a break. And I think I stepped away for only a minute or two. And it was just me in, in chat. And um, it was literally like moments after uh, Stormy and Mark left, Chuck jumped in. He's like, hey, want to play some trials? I'm like, sure. And then Hippo jumped in. He's like, hey, you want to play some trials? I'm like, sure. So I started playing a game or two with them. And then TJ Ives and Nessie jumped in. And I'm like, well, fuck, we got five people, guys. Like, should we just run a Ron raid? Like, let's, <laughs> you know, like trials is fun, but I've been playing for like four or five hours now. Um, so we pulled in Native Raider. And um, we just we went went and ran a run raid or run raid, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Native was Native was definitely intoxicated, which is funny because he felt bad that he was drunk, and like Nessie was just fried, and like I was like, oh, I'm gonna run a raid. I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> so like. <laughs> So like I was totally intoxicated and I don't think he realized that most of the, the party was like either drinking or like, you know, indulging in the marijuanas. Um, so it took us two hours to finish Ron on regular. And on average, like we're finishing like around an hour with intoxicated people. When you say Rob, like we're typically in that yeah. hour, to hour, 10, 15, hour yeah. 20. Yeah. yeah. And so like a two hour rate, like we had a lot of fun, but you could tell that we were definitely like, we were definitely shenanigans were afoot. Sh yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Saturday I jumped on, I got some games in with, um, sweaty spooks. So it was a lot of fun. I got to play with the average D2 player. Uh, that, Ooh, that was nice. cool. Yeah, we've been trying to play um, games for a bit. So I got to play Trials with him and Jay Dirty. Um, oh, those connections work. We, You know what? Connections weren't really an issue. We had we had a rough time with matchmaking, though. Like, we had a lot of fun, but we we did not um, put a lot of games together. It just, it was rough. It was rough going on Saturday at that point. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then on Monday, you said that you saw me on, right? I went out for wings with the buddy and I had a beer or two um, and I got home and it was like 1030 and the wife was already asleep. And I'm like, well, fuck, I'm like, oh, like I'm I'm awake. Like, I guess I'll just continue drinking beer and play some video games. Um, so I got a really healthy buzz and Ghost was going solo to the lighthouse. And he's like, and everyone else is playing Overwatch. He's like, Fluffy, I'm going to you want to join up? And I'm like, dude, I am. I'm really kind of drunk right now. Like I'm a bad teammate. I'm just playing solo because I'm not <laughs> a good teammate. He's like, ah, oh, you're better in blueberries. I'm like, am I though? Like, <laughs> am, you sure about that? And so we start playing some games and then Canner messages me and he's like, Hey, you want to play some trials? And I'm like, I do, but I'm pretty drunk right now. He's like, ah, it's fine. And he hops in with ghost and I, 
And we almost went flawless. And I, I mean, dude, I was not helping at all. Like I was hold the W key, make no smart decisions. Like, oh, something <laughs> shiny, like pushing by myself, like just being like not playing trials. Um, so surprisingly, they almost carried me. Uh, well, I was pretty wasted, but it did. I think we lost like game six or seven or something like that, but it was fun either way. Um, <clears throat> and then other than that, just some comp and sixes, not a lot of PVE besides the raid. So it's fun, though. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of different community members between our discord and Blueberry Lounge. I, I feel like I played with a lot of a lot of people in the past week. So. Uh, any other games or anything, guys? I'm sort of hooked on uh, Rogue Book on the Xbox nowadays. There was like what a is that? Uh, think of it as well. One, it's another uh, card game roguelike. So okay, like Slay the Spire or yeah, any of your other roguelike deck builder type games, which you know I'm a sucker for mm-hmm. the, the, the yeah. Gwent one as well. Um. So yeah, so basically, I think it's made by the dude who uh, created Magic, Andrew Garfield, I think is his name. So okay, um, but yeah, basically, it's just a a map that's all covered in fog, and you have to like clear out your path and find fights and get more resources and build a better deck, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm enjoying, and then it has you know the the new run pluses where you can add modifiers to make it harder and harder, and so. I'm just working my way through that, and it was free to play on Xbox for a little bit, and I got hooked, and then I, I dropped the 25 bucks to buy it. I'm like, yep, okay. <laughs> That's so, the way to do it, man. That's cool. So yeah, it's definitely my uh, my come down game at the end of the day and stuff like that. Uh, I've been playing that. I have not played much Slay the Spire lately, because if I'm going to sit down and do something, it's that that has my attention. That's cool. Danger, you been playing anything else? Um, playing a little bit of NHL, just a oh nice yeah yeah it's it's like a nice little like you know do like a three three versus three and just it's a nice little calm down game you know just been play some hockey and stuff like that yeah um trying to think if I played anything else uh just Plague Tale that's the other one I um. I definitely like NHL games, even if I don't know a lot about the teams. Like, I it, I don't know what it is about hockey video games, but they're fun, man. Like, they're they, a lot of fun. Yeah, they pull me in, dude. They're, they're, I think, yeah, they're definitely hands down my favorite. Like, I definitely prefer them over, like, basketball, baseball, or football, for sure. I, I never really got into FIFA, so I can't, I can't comment on that. I would think that's very similar, though. It they've changed the FIFA games a lot over the years. They've they've and they've gotten worse. Um, controllers have gotten harder, um, like too complex just to pass the ball down the field. And I don't know what it is about hockey. I think hockey they just designed the controls to almost kind of I don't know. It it just it feels like the feeling of the controller and how, like and how you're you're doing everything with the you know your stick and shooting the the puck and everything like that just feels right. Yeah, it's not like it's not like um like you're saying like basketball game where I'm just I don't know I I'm, I'm lucky if I get it in the net for some reason yeah, I feel you um 
my strategy was always pass a lot before I want to take a shot in hockey games back in the day. It seemed to it seemed to work well against AI. <laughs> yeah, the AI has gotten a little bit better, but it's still basically if you can make the passes, it's uh, not a bad way to go. But yeah, I don't know. I'm a sucker for all sports games. I just don't have the time to play it. Like. I have FIFA from last year. I didn't buy this year's because why would I? Uh, you get about three or four years out of a FIFA game before you're like, okay, well, now enough's changed that I might want to get a new one. Um, I enjoy that. Uh, I am excited for NCAA football coming back in next year, I think. Now that they all have the name, image, and likeness stuff. So that thing was my obsession back in the day. That's cool. I, you know, speaking of controls, you totally reminded me of something that happened this weekend when we were running that uh, Ron raid. Uh, Nessie was doing the uh, macro for sword skating, um, you know, where he was just flying across the fucking map with the sword. Right. Yes. Uh, TJ Ives was with us and TJ plays Xbox. And. Mm -hmm. While we were in that raid, TJ learned the button combo to do that. Like, and he was doing it successfully. Like he was, Nessie told him the button combo to do it, but Nessie's just pushing one button, you know, on his keyboard or mouse or wherever he has it mapped to. Um, TJ was actually doing it with his controller. Like it was so impressive, man. He like figured it out. It took him, I think it was by the time we got to the second um jumping puzzle that he had it down and he was just flying all over the place <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty cool to see that that's awesome um, yeah because you got to hit like three or four things within like a second or something like that so it was impressive to see not my skill pushing buttons <laughs> is difficult no no definitely definitely not um see that what was- else would you guys stop play, playing a game because of a control setup? What do you mean? So like like Diablo 4 is coming out soon and I I grew up loving the Diablo series and Diablo 3 was okay but um I played the beta for Diablo 4 and it's it's a fun game. I think it's going to be fantastic. But the control setup for console is a little wonky. Hmm. So it's so there's definitely gonna have to be some playing around with it to get it to feel right, like just to get your abilities down the the right way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I guess like, would you if if there was a game that came out like where you couldn't figure out the control or the controls just didn't feel right, would you just stop playing the game? Definitely makes it harder. With The Witcher Two, when I played The Witcher Two the first time, I. Got so frustrated with the control scheme and like how everything worked that way that I got stuck in one of the early missions and I finally just gave up. And it wasn't until many, many years later after I'd beat The Witcher 3 like however many times and read the book series. And I'm like, this is a great shame on my uh, on my existence that I haven't beat The Witcher 2. I went back and did it again and it clicked that time, thank God. But uh, that first time I... I must have spent like 10 hours stuck in a first area not being able to get past not the first area, but like the first reel after the tutorial area. And I just could not get past one, a couple of the bosses and stuff like that. And I wasn't getting any better. And I'm just like, fuck it. I'm done. I can't handle it anymore. I'm too frustrated. Um, I now 
I'll give credit to the game because I was learning MNK at this point. So part of it was also just my lack of ability to play MNK. Um, but Warframe got frustrating quite a few times because that game can be so fast paced and you want to combo things like to move and not having my fingers trained to a mouse and keyboard and trying to be fluid with Warframe. Um, I got I got frustrated for sure. Like the times where it worked well, I was very happy. Um, but I think that that ultimately led me to just playing um, Doom and Overwatch to learn MNK and kind of just let Warframe slowly fizzle out. Yeah, that game is very need to be very coordinated, even on a controller. I always get clowned on by <laughs> Barat for you know slamming into doors and stuff like that. He always called it door frame because I couldn't actually <laughs> properly missile fl- fly through the doors. <laughs> That's awesome, dude! I love it. Um, I uh, so I totally didn't prepare, and I do not have my music laptop. Um, so I am going to grab that so that we can add songs before the show is over. Um, I will say that we still have one month left on our fitness contest. And I saw that people put up some good numbers this week. Did you see that? Like almost everyone lost some sort of weight. You're on mute. Look at that. I was on mute. I was like, yeah, it was great. It was good to see everybody. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to take off for me. I I haven't drank in like three weeks, four weeks. So I'm like, eh, eventually it's going to click. Uh, but diet has not been great. And then next week I'm going to L.A. So that's probably not going to be great for. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm personally hoping that I hit some good numbers tomorrow morning because I have date night with the wife tomorrow night. And uh, with the new acquisition of a job and more paychecks coming into the house, we're probably going to go out to eat somewhere. We're probably going to have beers. So I'm guessing the diet is not on the menu tomorrow night. <laughs> so but Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. We still got time. Everyone's putting in some good work. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you two chat for a minute. I'm going to go grab that uh, so we can add some things to the Spotify playlist. Um, but yeah, have fun. Um, <laughs> the danger. How are you feeling about uh how you feeling about trying to create Alabama's defense uh in Philadelphia? Ooh, I saw that. Jalen Carter going going number nine for us. I love it. I'm excited. There are he, he was such a like hot prospect until the car accident and then getting out of shape and all that, and we'll see how he bounces back from that. I my my thought is that we have enough strong veteran players that will kind of push him in the right direction. That we right. will we'll, we'll we'll get something out of him. I and then they went back I, and got Nolan Smith again in uh, in thirty one, who was oh, an outside linebacker did. from uh, Alabama as well. Ooh, ooh. or Georgia? Yeah. No, sorry, no, sorry, Nolan Smith from Georgia. So yeah, see, I was Alabama, kind of hoping we get. Yeah, yeah. So's actually so's Jalen Carter. I'm. Just mixed yeah. them up. Trog's not listening, so I won't get in too much trouble for mixing up Georgia and Alabama. But same state. Yeah, um, all of the all of the Georgia defensive players going to uh, 
going to Philadelphia. Yeah, it's it. I'm I'm excited about that. We're gonna have some depth in defense. But uh, I mean, my buddies and I we've been talking about it all day because there was the whole thing where the Cardinals had to give up draft. Uh, they had to trade draft picks, so the yeah. Eagles got third round. Number, Come on, man, yeah. Yeah, number sixty-six, I think. Okay. And the Eagles had to give them their fifth round pick. Sounds something right. Like, something like that. Yeah, yeah, because the Cardinals illegally hired Jonathan Gannon, or they contacted him, or something like that. A little bit of uh, tampering, actually. Yeah. I love that it comes out on draft day, though. Like, no one's... This has been a thing now for a while, and they're like, oh, it's draft day. Let's talk about how Cardinals are just going to give up draft picks. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was... Well, I was playing with Raph earlier. He was... Uh, he's a big Eagles fan, too. We were yeah. talking about the Eagles, actually. Yeah, we uh, we got a little annoying in the the Guardian Downcast Discord between me, him, and, and a couple of the other guys who are Eagles fans. Because I know, I know when we got to the playoffs and the Super Bowl, it was just like every other day. It was like, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> that that ended like, well for you guys. <laughs> that was like Cliff, too. I said that ended well for you guys. Oh, God. So we actually went to um, my wife's friend's house for a Super Bowl party. And my, like they warned them ahead of time. Like She warned them ahead of time. Like, listen, we'll come. But you got to understand that Greg's a philadelphia eagles fan like he's gonna be watching the game and i tried to like be very nice about it and i I brought the food like i made uh cheesesteak sliders and i bought um uh it's 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 a snack that's like local to philadelphia and like south jersey uh they're like little like pound cake frosted pound cake things they're called tasty cakes and I brought them to the party and I was like, here, I brought food, like enjoy. And just the look on my face, I think throughout the night, just progressively just got worse. And I get <laughs> a little drunker and a little drunker. And I just, at the end of the night, I just wasn't talking to anybody. I was like, I just want to go home. <laughs> Please just take me home. <laughs> just lobbing tasty cakes at people's head when the yeah. golden call got thrown. It's oh, just like, God. What, are my tasty cakes not good enough? Here, throw it at him, <laughs> throw it at the TV, just storm out. <laughs> you didn't want to be friends with us anymore anyways. Yes. Don't worry. I'll see you again in a year. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What, so, what we, so we was, think that the Eagles might be good this year? I mean, they're going to be good. The whole NFC East is going to be a powerhouse, I think. It's somebody, somebody from the NFC East is going to go to the Super Bowl. Except for Washington. They suck. Except for, yeah. Well, unless, uh, wait, who's buying them? Magic Johnson? Unless he pulls something out of his hat. and. I mean, if anyone's team... pulling anything out of thin air, it's Magic Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude survived AIDS in the 90s. Yeah. Well, HIV. I don't ever think it got to full-blown AIDS. That's what they want you to think. Dun, dun, dun. Well, yeah, I'm not his doctor. I wouldn't actually know. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> this week's podcast is all about conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. Next week, chemtrails. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are too many not fun conspiracies. Like a couple of fun ones are great, but there's too many not fun ones out there. Next, 
Next week's yeah. episode is brought to you by the moon landing. Did it happen? Dun, dun, dun. Like birds aren't real. That's kind of a fun one. Stevie yeah. Wonder can see. That's a fun one. I like the Stevie Wonder can see one. That's yeah. yeah that's, that's the whenever everyone asks me, like, what's your crazy conspiracy theory? That's the one that I always go with because of like Bomani Jones and the uh, the Deadspin article about all of the times it seems like Stevie Wonder can see. Uh, so that I honestly don't think that he can see like. 2020 vision, but maybe he's got a little more perception than people let it out to be. But that's the extent of my conspiracy theories. Birds are real. You know how I know? I found one in my dog's mouth one time, and it was not a drone. <laughs> I've, I've gone hunting. <laughs> what one of my favorite practical jokes to always play on somebody was uh, you, you kind of you just like you plant the sky and you just like move from like left to right, and you just as you're pointing and you're moving your finger and you're trying to get them to follow along with you, you just go, "Hey, look a dead bird," and you're look, pointing to the sky and see if they follow along with you. I don't know. I was always made me laugh every time they looked and go, "Where? Where?" <laughs> <laughs> that that's good man i like that a lot I, I thought you were just gonna like slowly point back to their face or like you know <laughs> yeah. slap them or do something like that seems seems like something weird that i would do to my kids <laughs> they're um they're so used to me now though man they don't they don't like flinch or believe anything or like i say flinch but i mean like with the stupid things that I say, like they don't, I just nothing gets a rise out of them. So it's funny, funny how they just adapt to my crazy stupidity. They just know. Yeah. Basically, well, basically, like, basically what the rest of us have done too, after 301 episodes, we don't, <laughs> even, we don't even flinch anymore. Wow. Rob episode 301. <laughs> it takes a special <laughs> it takes a special uh special level of uh, fluffy specialness to get a reaction out of us nowadays mm, yes, simple walking visual <laughs> uh is not walking uh, <laughs> visual <laughs> oh my god not enough anymore <laughs> is this you going back to answering the highs and lows question from earlier this is your, <laughs> this is your new response don't worry it's a visual bit <laughs> oh, oh good times man yeah, I think um you know, the more uh the more tilted inebriated I get, the more crazy funny things can fly out of my mouth. Like sometimes I can get on a roll and just it, it's funny cuz I never it like I don't process what I'm saying. Like it just comes out so fast. Like I like I am hearing it at the same time as everyone else. There's no like there's no transfer from brain to mouth. It just comes out of the <laughs> yeah. mouth. And I'm like, oh, shit, that was kind of funny. And I just keep running with it. Um, Yeah, that's my life. I like that about <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, Let's see. Anything else? I uh, what do we do? We finished. Um, We finished Mandalorian and we started watching the last season of Barry. Have you guys watched Barry at all? I've heard no. great things, but I've never actually watched it. It's on HBO. Bill Hader's a hitman. Oh, yeah. Oh. People say it's uh, one of the best TV shows ever made. So really? I it, Dude, it makes lists uh, on that kind of stuff. Like one of the better, more recent shows. It's it's very good. Like it's it's very. There's a lot of a lot of shit, a lot of really well-written, 
funny lines and serious things like they do. They definitely do a good job with that show. So we've been enjoying the season so far. It looked like you just took a picture of yourself, like whatever that flash was on your screen, Rob, it looked like you were taking like a low selfie, like you like you had your camera phone like down below your monitor. Uh, You're like, this is this is going on the gram. I clicked on the weather for this week. So it opened up in Bing because I clicked off the stupid fucking uh, taskbar and I never used it. So it wasn't in dark mode. So it was bright as all hell. And I'm like, oh, God, my eyes. And I killed it immediately. Um, Either of you guys watching anything good? Just finished The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed I mean, I enjoyed the the season. I think it kind of stalled a little bit in the middle, but picked right back up at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, watching Ted Lasso. Same. I gotta do that. Um, this week's episode I mean, was very nice. I enjoyed it quite one? a bit. This week's episode. I haven't watched it yet, so it's yeah. on, it's it's what we're doing tomorrow. Um, have you guys watched Shrinking at all? No. I've heard this? of it, and I haven't Ooh. actually watched it. Ooh. It, so it's um, Jason Siegel. Harrison Ford, and it's written by um, the guy who plays Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. Yeah. What's and, it on? Uh, Apple. Apple Plus. It looks really good, although it, I can't see anything with Jason Siegel in it and not think of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'm like, oh, he's just playing the same guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall again. <laughs> he almost is. Almost. <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing. I really enjoyed no, that movie, but no. I, I mean, there's 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 a couple it, there's some there's some drama parts in it, but it, it is a comedy. It's very it's it, it can be a little deadpan, but it's it's worth watching. I uh, I definitely think Apple is going to be one of those things that we pick up in May and like do do a month or two and watch Ted Lasso morning show and uh, now shrinking. Mm. One show yeah. is good. Working my way yeah, through the season of Succession as well, which is, Ooh. I think, the last season of that as well. Yeah, that's yeah. still on my list. That, so. that, and this season's been good. I've enjoyed it uh, in the way that I don't like any of the characters, which makes it harder for me to enjoy the show, but uh, I enjoy just the writing and how good it is. It's good to get invested when there's not a single person you like. I've, do you guys? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Do you guys like Mel Brooks at all? Love Mel yeah. Brooks. Have you watched History of the World Part 2 yet on Hulu? Yes. No. It is it is fucking right on par with Mel Brooks. Like I know it's a Mel Brooks thing. Um but the humor, like we we've all, we're only like two or three episodes in. But I'm like holy shit, this is like classic Mel Brooks humor, dude. Like 100% they nailed the Mel Brooks vibe. I was very, very happy. Yeah, I was. I was a little skeptical when I first saw it, and I was like, ah, you know, he's he's getting older. Like, how much is he really involved? And it, I mean, it just feels like you just picked right back up in some of his older stuff. It was, it's, it was really good. Yeah, like it, you're right. Like it does. It, it, it has that. I mean, it's it's very on point with the first m- movie. But it has that space balls, like just, you know, weird blazing saddles type of like comedy to it, man. I really I really enjoy it. So far. 
we uh yeah we got we started watching it and then Barry dropped so we started watching Barry but um definitely worth a worth a watch if you like Mel Brooks yeah um I also uh, Exarian sad and say I still haven't watched Last of Us or finished Arcane yeah I haven't either I haven't either both have been really good I did watch Birdman though the movie movie yeah Yeah. it was good with Michael Keaton yeah yeah yeah, I hadn't yeah. seen it yet. I'd talked about it a few times on the show and it's been on my list for a while. So um Yeah, I need to watch that. Or I did watch I'm sorry, I did watch. I was looking at my list while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did watch it. It was good. It was uh it was good. We finally so. got around to watching uh Everything Everywhere All at Once. <gasps> Such a good movie. Such uh, a good movie. Oh, good. Yeah. And, I might have you know, to rewatch that again. It's it, we're we're gonna have to rewatch it because my wife fell asleep during it, but I, I enjoyed every moment of that movie. It is it's a good kung fu movie, but there's a lot of like really like nice subtle themes going on in the background yeah. that you, you, you pick up as you're watching. Yep. I, I love her too. Like I as an actress, like I, I love Oh, everything she does. She's so good, dude. I'm a, I used to be a giant Kung Fu nerd as well. Um, like I had, I'd go to Best Buy. Best Buy had the, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan Kung Fu movies. And <laughs> you would, you would think that Wu-Tang Clan is in them, but Wu-Tang Clan, it was just Wu-Tang Clan presents. And they had, they had like all these old Kung Fu movies that they grew up on. And they sold them at Best Buy and they're like 10 bucks for like three movies or something like that. So I do that and I do all the old Jackie Chan stuff and all the old Jet Li stuff. And uh, I was I was really big into that. Um, Late high school, early 20s type of uh, stuff back when DVDs were a thing. Yeah, back when you used to go to Best Buy, be like, "Ooh, new release," and you pick it up and you go home and you watch it. Mm-hmm. I I did find. Uh, I know I talked about this on the show before. I did find the English dub version of Iron Monkey, um, and I love Iron Monkey. I mean, talk about kung fu movies like that. Kung fu movie is amazing. Um, but I first saw it as an English dub, and so I'm and I owned it as an English dub. So I was used to the English dub version. And um, when it when it got I borrowed it to a friend, they destroyed it like they were. But we were in our 20s. I got it back. It literally had beer like beer can marks on the bottom of the DVD like that fucked it up because we were in our 20s. That's awful. Yeah. Almost well, as know. awful as saying you borrowed something to somebody. I'm sorry. I borrowed something to somebody. Um, God damn it. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and anyways, uh I went to rent it one time and I couldn't find the English dub version anywhere. And so we watched it, tried to watch it just with subtitles, and I could not stand the actual actors and actresses' voices because I was so used to the super cheesy voices. Like it added like an element of cheese to the movie that I just really appreciated. Um so I recently found the English dub version and I was like the happiest person in the world. So I did add a Kung Fu movie to the collection recently. I was pretty stoked about that. Yeah. Uh, I was smiling ear to ear. My kids were like, do we really have to watch this? (laughs) Yes. Sit down and shut up. 
That was exactly. It was, it was like, yes, we're watching this. <laughs> you can have your electronics back when it's over. <laughs> there will be a pop quiz. Uh. All right. Um, I think that's all I got. You got anything else? Not me. Okay. Well, let's add some music to this magical playlist. Works for me. Da, da, da. Um, uh, what does our favorite tattoo artist have for us today? He's got Come and See Me by Party Next Door featuring Drake. I was really, really surprised to see a uh, Drake song on there. Ben's music tastes are eclectic, and regardless of genre, it normally is uh, pretty decent. He does a really, really good job on, of nailing that. I agree. Um... Okay, uh, let's go with Danger. Danger, what do you got for us? Uh, I've got... I gotta remember what the heck I picked. <laughs> uh, it's the Mountain Goats, the band the Mountain Goats. And nice. And their uh, training montage off of their latest release. Um, they're just a great band. They're They're kind of like a folky rock type of band. Um... And this album is like an entire concept album that has to do with like the whole like police procedurals, stereotypes and stuff like that. <laughs> and Silence of the Lambs and type and stuff like that. So it's just it's it's a great it's a great album. Awesome. I like the Mountain Goats, so I'm excited to excited to give this a listen. I mean, I only know them from uh, we have we have a really good independent radio station up here. Um and they do a good job of playing just great music. And so I, I know them just from listening to that back when I when I used to listen to the radio. Um, damn you, Spotify. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Rob, what do you got for me? Uh, I'm going to go with something a little older, a little bit. Uh, I don't know how much I'm going to like it, but it is. Uh, Called My Console by Eiffel 65. I, I was like, as you started talking, I was like, man, he hasn't done that Eiffel 65 <laughs> joke in a while. Like, like, I was like, oh, no, he's not going there tonight. Like, where is he going? Uh, no, we'll go with Rap Game by D12 and 50 Cent. Which is uh, off the I do like uh, the Eiffel 65 joke, though. Just throw that out there. <laughs> Well, we we beat it into the ground and then we let it sit for a while. And then we bring it back. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> good. It's it's good that this happens. We have at least uh, let's see, what are we at? Uh, uh, eight hours and thirty five minutes. I'd be fuck, man. <laughs> that's that's quite a bit of time. Was that sixteen hours that we have yeah. left to run this joke? Fifteen and a half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fifteen I did, and a half hours. I did enjoy. You moving towards the laptop, and then you realize what was happening, and I, your head like snapped back from the laptop to the uh, the camera here, and you're like, "Nah, I ain't falling for it any longer." Yeah, yeah I like I, I. It was funny because as soon as you started talking, I was like, "God, he hasn't run that joke in a minute," and I was like, "Really old," and I'm like, "Nah, nah, he's not going there. He's not going to tie that back." Um, what was that? I don't know. That was weird, right? Yeah, one of the yeah. bots just had a hiccup, maybe? I don't know. Huh. 
Okay. And Rick a song quick. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, hopefully it's still recorded. Um, so this one is kind of funny. Um, I I was listening to music on the sofa last night, the night before. And uh, the song came on. And I was like, God damn, this song hits so hard. Like, this is really good. And uh, I was like, I need to add this to the playlist this week. I better put it on my list of songs to add to the playlist. And I went to my list and it was literally the last song that I added to my list. So I was like, okay, well, the last two songs I added were the exact same song. So we better add that. Uh, We're going to go with Killjoy. This is from Big Boy featuring Killer Mike. Nice. And Jeezy. Or whatever that's worth. Okay. (laughs) Uh, that brings us to 138 songs, 8 hours, and 39 minutes on the Day 4 playlist. If you want links to any of the playlists, I put them at the bottom of the show notes every single week, so you can find the Spotify links there. Um, yeah, it's you'll be amused by this, because it'll, it'll come up over the course of the next, you know, six months of recording, but... We now have three concerts planned to go to in the near future, or over the next few months. There's the the Run to the Jewels one with you in September. Mm-hmm. The week before that, we're seeing uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats Ooh. in Milwaukee. Nice. And then in August, we're going to see the National here in uh, Madison. Aww. So <laughs> we are uh, got a decent uh, eclectic spread of uh, artists we're going to go see in the course of like a month and a half. Uh, but I'm looking forward to all of those shows. I honestly, I was really tempted to buy the Wu-Tang Run the Jewels tickets for early September when they launched. Was it this week or last week? Um, I think really the only reason I didn't was because we were going to see Run the Jewels at the end of September. And I was like, do I really need to spend money to see them twice in one month? (laughs) Um, But I'm sure that's going to be a rad show, like the entire Wu-Tang Clan and RTJ. Yeah. Damn. That does sound like a good show. Yeah. I'm 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 jealous of all three shows you're going to, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm well I was super excited about Nathaniel Ratliff, right? Because early in like in the middle of winter, I was like, man, that's a show I would love to go see. And then they were coming to Madison and we went to look and like all of the general admission prices were sold out like the day of them going online. And dynamic pricing, thanks, Ticketmaster, had uh like taking the uh, assigned seating tickets up to like 350 bucks per ticket. And I'm like, nope. And then we found, yeah, we found in Milwaukee, like a couple weeks after that normal, normal price tickets to go see them. So I'm excited that we're going to get, because we were like looking about, maybe we'll go up to Minnesota and see them in Minneapolis or St. Paul when they go to the play there. And I'm like, I've done that drive before, a four-hour drive for a concert, and then back that same night, and it's it's a lot. Oh, man, like, you have to drive back that same night. You drive 25 minutes to my house. No, I know. It's just, when I did it in the past, it was basically, okay, it's a weeknight. It's a work night, so I'm leaving work at 3, driving up there, going to a concert. Concert gets done at uh, 11, and I drive back home, get home at 3, so I can go to work at 8 in the morning. Yeah, no thank you. I was a younger man at that yeah, time. Was say, my body that, that, handle it. That was <laughs> like 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we used to do that shit driving to St. Louis. Like, we'd get off work and I would just do the nine, 10 hour drive, like, right after work and just show up at St. Louis at like four or five in the morning. 
Debbie would sleep all night in the car. I would drive straight, and then I would just sleep when I got there. That's the best thing to do in St. Louis. Uh, yeah, well, I was doing that. <laughs> sleep up for 48 until... straight hours if you can, not have to see anybody. The la- Dude, the last time I did that, like, there was a couple moments where I was just like, this sucks. Like, I'm, I, I normally driving at night doesn't bother me, but this is really fucking dumb. And, and the kids were with, too. Like, so I was like, OK, it's not just us in the car anymore. Now we have kids in the car and dogs in the car. Um, but I was going through Iowa and there's like a couple sections in Iowa where the speed limit's like 80. So you're going 88 and um, or maybe it's 70 and you're going 88. And either way, speed limit's fast. It's not 70, 75 or 80. Either way, I'm going fast. And I come up over a crest and there's a fucking giant coyote or wolf or some shit in the middle of the road. And I had to swerve around it because, like, I couldn't see it. Like, if it had been daytime, I might have been able to see it. But because it's night, like, it's as soon as your headlights hit it. When you're going that fast, like, you're typically going faster than what your headlights can see at a safe distance. Um, I was just like, nope, no more. Like, not with kids in the car. Just not worth it. I'll just take a half day or drive the next day. Yeah, that was useful information that everyone needed to know. Night, night drives are hard, man. Like, I mean, we we go back to Jersey to see my family and some friends like once a year. And if we leave anytime after like one o'clock in the afternoon, it is a nightmare not, not, not just because you hit traffic and then when you're driving through central pennsylvania it it gets so foggy it snows out of nowhere like you can't see three feet in front of you it's just it's awful so like a let's call it seven hours turns into 12 almost yeah that's it it's it's not so it, it's same thing it's like I'm, i'll take a half day leave the office at like i don't know 11 or 12 and get in the <laughs> car and just go that's much better. I, I've only had that happen once, thankfully. Like, we've definitely had St. Louis trips at an hour or two because of snow. Like, especially because, like, Missouri and Iowa don't do as good of a job as, as Minnesota and Wisconsin for clearing the roads. Like, they just don't have the same infrastructure in place. Um, but there was one time where it was a combination of snowing and that was back before nav systems. So we literally had map quest pages and it brought us like it brought us through Iowa and then way the fuck into Illinois. And it ended up being like a 16 hour trip. Ooh, like fuck that noise. double, double the fucking time it should have been. Um, and, you know, whatever, like I printed off a, a map quest thing and it just wasn't paying attention, I guess. But yeah, those drives, man. No, thank you. Turn around and go home. Ain't nothing in Missouri worth driving 16 hours for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Well, yeah, I think it was that and just the snow. You know, you're already driving slow. And then, like, we got out at a gas station somewhere and I figured out where we were. And I was just like, oh, so defeated. I was like, oh, my God, dude, we have so much further to go still. <laughs> um, oh. Cool. Well, danger. Uh, before we part ways. Uh, tell people where they can find you, what you're playing on, um, anything. I don't know. Anything you want. <laughs> uh, you could you could find me around the discords. I'm usually hanging out in Guardian Downcast, hanging out at Potato Thumbs, Blueberry Lounge, sometimes Guardian Hub. I'm 
just hanging out. My uh, gamer uh, Discord name is Danger Powers nine three nine. You can find me on Xbox. Uh, same gamer tag, Danger Powers nine three nine. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate you hopping in with us tonight. It was a lot of fun, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. thank you for having me. This has been awesome. Yeah, it was really entertaining. I uh, I definitely enjoyed it, so I'm glad that it worked out. We'll have to we'll have to do it again. Yeah, we'll absolutely. maybe maybe get a uh, trash panda in here with you or something. <laughs> he'll, he'll, uh, he'll, he's gonna ask more cooking questions. I know it. <laughs> we all uh, like to learn. <laughs> uh, well, um, shit, we got another episode on Monday, huh? Yeah, music episode. Yeah, so music episode will record Monday. You'll probably get it Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and then there'll be a little break until the following week. So um, thanks, everyone, for supporting the show. And uh, I guess we'll we'll see you in a few days. Bye.